Hi, I'm Dorothy Burton, your host for Governing God's Way, connecting the timeless principles of Scripture to the timely issues of our day for those who serve, lead, and govern. King Solomon, the wisest leader to have ever lived, left us with this truth. There is nothing new under the sun, and what has been will be. What was true for him and those who served, led, and governed in his day is just as true for those who serve, lead, and govern today. Timeless principles to help in times like these. Today's topic is choosing your inner circle. Our connection point is Proverbs 13:20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. We all have heard it. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. But in politics and public service these days, it's sometimes difficult to distinguish the difference. As a public servant leader, two of the gravest mistakes you can make on a personal level are, number one, choosing a fool for a friend, and number two, not being able to discern a genuine friend from one merely pretending to be. In public service, you must be especially careful because not only do people watch you more closely in hopes of you messing up, some will even befriend you to get closer to you to help ensure that you do mess up. If you don't believe this one, keep serving. So what types of friends should be in your inner circle? Your circle should be only those who have your best interest in mind and at heart. Betrayals can only come from those we befriend. Remember that. Our circles start out broad and wide, but the more successful we become, the higher up we rise and the longer we stay in office, the tighter and smaller our circle becomes. Why? It's not even something we intend to do. Though over time, we become more intentional. It's because we've been burned enough to have learned better. Wisdom comes by way of experience, but revelation by way of the Holy Spirit. Trust has to be proven, and it's not something you should easily bestow on people because they smile in your face, contribute regularly to your campaign, or is an eager volunteer for your every event. Judas didn't miss an event, not even the Last Supper. Jesus prayed all night long before choosing those who would constitute his inner circle, and we must do our due diligence as well. And yes, he even chose Judas, but Jesus was God in flesh, and Judas had been predestined for the role in Jesus' circle that he alone could play. And everyone we allow in our inner circle have a role to play as well. We just have to make sure that they don't write the script. From experience, good and bad, and through betrayals and trickery, I have learned the 10 most important characteristics you should look for in your innermost circle of friends. These may be different people or the makeup of two or three. Number one, one not intimidated by or jealous of your success. They are equally successful in their own right. Don't be yoked to an envious or passive-aggressive friend, no matter how much they do for you. It's why I put this one at the top. They will ingratiate themselves into your circle and make you feel guilty if you leave them out. Don't. They will betray you in a heartbeat and do it with a smile. Number two, one who loves you for you. If you had no title 
or influence at all. Those who love you because of your position or title aren't friends. They're groupies. And when your title or influence goes away, they will go away. Number three, one who will tell you the truth and is unafraid to tell you no. My goodness, you need this person. This person will tell you the truth whether you like it or not because they are always looking out for your best interest and they refuse to help you self-destruct. Number four, one not impressed by your press. They're friends, not fans. Number five, a praying friend. The most important friend in your circle is one who can get to God when you're too broken or beaten down to get to God yourself. Sometimes leadership weighs us down so low that we can't even look up. We need someone in our circle to hold us up to God when we can no longer hold up. Trust me on this one. Every public servant leader needs a praying friend with whom you can be vulnerable, real, and unafraid or unashamed to share your pain, struggles, temptations, and failures. Number six, someone who doesn't need you. Hello, as a person of influence, your life will be overrun by needy people if you allow it. If they need you to build up themselves, their resume, or always looking for a free pass, you definitely need to allow them to pass right out of your circle. They're users, not friends, and you've outgrown them. Number seven, one who respects your spouse, your space, your family, and most of all, your privacy. They don't need to know all your business. Number eight, one who will defend you behind your back in the company of those stabbing you in the back. You're going to have plenty of those, but they will take up for you when others are trying to take you out. Number nine, one who is smarter than you. In fact, true leaders are drawn to smart people. Because one of the hallmarks of a great leader is the never-ending quest to learn. Surround yourself with smart people. Number 10, one with tight lips and unquestionable character. Loose lips really do sink ships, i.e. careers, and a friend with impeccable character knows when to hold their tongue when the conversation becomes about you. Public service is hard, and leadership can be lonely. A solid inner circle of the types of people I just named is key to every leader's solid success. You don't need to add a bunch of people, just people who add value. As public leaders, we are known by the three R's. Our record, how we roll, and who we roll with. Do a silent roll call of your inner circle. Review this list. And don't be shy about cutting strings and turning the page. The wrong person in your inner circle could bring your career to a screeching halt. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Thank you for listening. Governing God's Way is the practical application of kingdom principles to inspire transformative change within ourselves, and within our spheres of influence is how Jesus did it, is how we strive to do it. Because good governance begins with self-governance because God always begins from within. Grab a copy of my book from Amazon.com, Why We Fall, The Power of Self-Awareness. The book every leader and aspiring leader should read to help you avoid sabotaging your own success. 
To learn more about Sips Inc. and how you can support our work, please visit our website at cipsinc.org.